and this inability to allow myself and to accept myself to be where I am in that moment was inhibiting my ability to get to the place where I wanted to be. Hello and welcome to the first episode of Every Part of You. It's been a couple of months since I've sat down to actually record the first episode from the day that I actually launched the podcast, which has been for an amalgamation of many reasons. And I want to kind of go into all of those reasons today um, because it's a form of self-sabotage, but I kind of want to explore how complex self-sabotage is using my own experience as an example. So one of the reasons that I haven't done the first episode of the podcast yet is because I have this tendency to overcomplicate the process and to make things really, really hard and to like struggle and almost like I, I need to make it as hard as possible so that it, it can be deemed good enough. And if, it, if I don't struggle, then it's not good enough. And that's just something I've noticed in myself throughout my life. And I am endeavoring at the moment to break up with struggle and to make things easier and to invite more ease into the way that I do things and to the way that I approach things. Because I had all these kind of rules in my head about how a podcast should look, what it should be about, how long it should go, what I should do, all of these things. And it was making the process not fun, not fun for me at all. And I want to do this because it's fucking fun because I enjoy doing this. And I was making the whole thing just bloody hard and not one part of me wanted to do it because it was so hard. And that's convenient because obviously another part of me was scared of doing the podcast. So I was getting what I wanted or one part of me. And the other part of me was like, what the fuck? Why, why aren't you doing this? You want to do this? Like the internal struggle begins. But I realized that I can make this podcast look however the fuck I want it to look. These episodes can go for as long as I want them to go, as short as I want them to go. I can talk about whatever I want. I don't have to follow the rule book or the way that other people have done this before me. And this is what happens. We start an awesome project that's a great idea, that's a little bit outside of our comfort zone. And all of a sudden we start thinking about how we've seen it done before. And we try to mimic and imitate this and it feels unnatural and there's discomfort and it doesn't feel organic to the way that we want to flow and we want to create. And then we naturally pull back and wonder what's going on. Why am I procrastinating? Why can't I do this thing that I really want to do? And it's actually not because there's something wrong with you and because you can't do hard things and because you have bad willpower, but because you're not doing it in the way that feels authentic and natural and real to you. And so once I figured that out, it became a lot easier to be able to sit down and think about how I actually wanted to embark on this process and create in a way that feels good and authentic to me. So like I realized that I don't want it to be this professional, perfect, polished podcast. That was a lot of peas. I realized I didn't want it to be this polished, perfect 
I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say it again. <laughs> I realized I didn't want it to be like that. I want it to be authentic and real and, you know, in the messiness of it all and almost like an excursion through the real journey of what I'm going through and what it means to be human whilst bringing in all of the wisdom from the past, but also allowing myself to be seen in the now, in the in-between, in the limbo, in the not quite so there yet, and trying to kind of tread this path of the unknown. And as I grow and evolve, because I'm growing and evolving all of the time, allowing other people to witness me in that process. So this goes directly against how I was raised. I was raised with the conditioning and the belief that you only show people things when they are perfect and when they are amazing. And if you're not at that stage, then no one gets to see it. And making mistakes means that you shouldn't be doing this. You should give up. And I want to directly challenge this conditioning and I want to change it in my life. I don't want to just show people the polished version, the end result, what it looks like to get to the other side, because in between is all of the realness. And if other people see that, it gives them permission to be going through the very real and raw processes that we're all going through. And I know for me, that's how I've done a lot of healing and been able to validate a lot of different parts of myself by seeing someone else be honest in their expression or in their evolution, in their journey, in the realness of it, in like the yucky bits and the bits that don't look so good. So this is a declaration of me owning that this is something that I'm stepping into and becoming more comfortable with and challenging as you, as my witness. And it's also a invitation for you to do the same. Where are you not allowing people to witness you or see you because you don't want them to see you until you're at a certain point? or you're not allowing yourself to be loved or accepted or to be seen or to be witnessed until you look a certain way or sound a certain way or get that degree or get that house or whatever it is, where are you still playing small and keeping yourself locked away or hidden away because you're still playing by this belief that what you are right now isn't good enough yet. And that is basically what I did when I recorded this podcast. So I sat down to record it and I tried something and I was like, nah, I, I don't like that. I don't like what I said. And so I tried to record something else and I didn't like that. I recorded three different things, had a bit of a tantrum, had to leave the room, have a bit of a break. And then I felt a bit better and I realized that whatever I'm making is good enough as it is. It doesn't have to look a certain way for it to be deemed helpful or good or acceptable. Like whatever I'm making is enough and it is what I can offer right now. And there's so much power and peace in accepting that. Oh, with the P's again, power and peace and polished and everything. 
but this, there really is so much inner peace that comes with being like, oh, like what I have right now is enough and I can offer that to the world in its messiness, in its unpolishedness, and it's going to be okay. And I would be lying if I was to say that there's not a part of me that wishes that I was further along and that I was better and that I was more, all lots of things. But this has been a huge lesson for me is accepting myself as I am, where I am and where I'm at in my life. Instead of always looking to the future and hoping and wanting to be better and to be further. Because it is in this acceptance that you can allow yourself to begin, to start, to try, to experiment, to make a mistake, to do all of the things you need to do to gather and learn the information that you need to learn about yourself in order to become who you're meant to become to take the steps towards becoming that vision that you have of yourself in the future. And I actually have a perfect example to illustrate this. Last year, I decided that I wanted to learn how to play the piano. And I've always wanted to learn how to play the piano. I have this vision of me at like 70 years old, you know, just playing some hectic piano piece on a grand piano in my hall and I've got like long gray hair and I'm old and good at piano, but I have this vision of myself doing this. And I was like, yep, this is my year. I'm going to learn piano. I'm going to get amazing. And I had some really unrealistic expectations that I did not endeavor to manage or do anything about because that's what I wanted. And I didn't, I was unaware. I just thought, yep, this time next year, I'll be an amazing pianist. And (laughs) looking back now, I can see how ridiculous it is, but this is who I am sometimes. And I started some lessons and I started practicing and within a couple of months, I was like, okay, this is really hard and I'm, I can play like two chords (laughs) and I can't really play a song yet. And I was, I was like devastated and I was frustrated and I was in the resistance. I wasn't allowing myself to learn and flow and for it to be a fun experience. It was like hard and painful and not fun and full of just me wanting to be better. And that was a huge example of what I'm trying to illustrate now of just be where you are, be a beginner. And there's also something like really beautiful about the beginner's mind that obviously you never experience again later down the track. You can't know what you don't know. So you're trying new things, you're innovating, you're thinking about things in a totally different way because you haven't been kind of like tainted by the industry or by, you know, previous ideas that already exist yet. And you get to decide how your process is going to look and who you're going to become and where you're going to go and you get to pivot. And there's so much exciting, fun, amazing parts of being at the beginning. And that's what I have to keep reminding myself of while I'm at the beginning of making this podcast, because I want it to be a good time. I want to have fun. And because learning the piano like that wasn't fun, it wasn't sustainable. So I actually stopped and pulled back from playing piano because I was like, okay, I'm actually having a fucking shit time doing this. And I've actually started playing piano again this year. 
and it is a completely different experience and it is so much more rewarding and I'm in the moment and I'm learning and I'm finding it beautiful and that's the experience I actually originally wanted to have. But I didn't realize that through this pushing and this resistance and this inability to allow myself and to accept myself to be where I am in that moment was inhibiting my ability to get to the place where I wanted to be. So it's kind of funny and annoying. So where can you manage your expectations so that you can have a better experience? Where are your expectations actually inhibiting your ability to meet those expectations in the future? Because the ideas that you have are actually making your experience in the now horrible. And that is causing you to pull back, to procrastinate, to stop, to shrink, to stay small, to stay where you are, to not progress. There is so much wisdom and intelligence in our self-sabotage and our behaviors. And if I never decided to begin a podcast, I wouldn't have met all these parts of myself at this new iteration so that I could learn these things about myself. And this is why it's so important to start new things and to witness yourself and allow yourself go through that process of self-sabotage and to learn what you're meant to learn. There's nothing wrong inherently with self-sabotage, but we make it bad and then we make ourselves bad and you're not bad. You're just human. And if I didn't go through this process, I wouldn't have understood what I need to understand in order to make this podcast the way that I want to make it and to also have a good fucking time while I make it. And that is to make something that's in the messiness, in the in-between, showing you all of the parts and all of the things and being real and authentic and deeply human about the whole thing. And I didn't know that before. And I needed to go through this whole process to understand that about myself and to gain that wisdom from my self-sabotage, even though it would have been fucking awesome if I started months ago and I did an episode a week and I'd have, you know, 20 episodes out by now, but that's not how the process needed to go for me. And there's so much beauty in trusting the current of your life and where that flow is taking you and the timing of your life. And there's so much power and peace once we trust that, even though it can be incredibly difficult. In the next episodes, I will talk more into the other fears that came up around me starting a podcast and you'll probably relate to them. So tune in to the future episodes to check those out. So if you liked this episode today, please leave me a review or send me a message on Instagram. I would love to hear from you. And if you know someone who would really benefit from listening to this episode, then share it with them. I would absolutely love that. And I'll talk to you soon. 